we really need to make an actual intro for this one day so we don't do this every time. Yeah. But this is a one turn with Jeremy Futrell. And me. Yeah, and him. Um, I'll be honest, like several people have asked us to talk about this. And it is kind of boring. But we're going to do it because we're going to give the people what they want. And hopefully we go down a rabbit hole at some point talking about this. Um, so I'm going to let Matt tell you what it is while I go get a drink of water. Because that's how invested I am in this topic. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm thirsty. So, Matt, tell the people what we're talking about. We're talking about game day nutrition. From the two fattest yeah. fucking people. <laughs> from, from the nearly 400 pound fat guy himself. The Oaf of Strongman, or fucking, what sport are we? Highland Games, there we go. Matt, you want water? I'd love a water. See, we're on top of it. So, first thing, you can't fix hydration day of. It doesn't do you any good to drink that Gatorade on the way to the games, unless you're already hydrated, right? So, be mindful of that the week before. You can be a, you know, piece of shit before then, but week of games, really push your hydration up. Try to... Try to be healthy, guys. We are, you know, cosplaying as athletes here, so do your best. Um, day of competition. Actually, probably day before. Day before competition, don't eat something new that's going to upset your stomach. It doesn't matter if there's a cool Indian restaurant down the road. Do you like Indian food? Maybe. Does your stomach like Indian food before basically running a marathon? Probably not. Probably not. Don't test it. Get whatever settles in your stomach well. And, you know, that might be Indian food. It certainly isn't for me. Uh, what else? Day of game. This is still a day of existing. And actually a day of pretty high caloric demands. So, if you're not ingesting at least your normal amount of calories during the day, that's not enough. And, like, it does suck, but we have to get that energy in. Yeah. Yeah, I think good job. It, those are the bases. Everything else we're about to talk about is what we do. Um, and do with that information what you will. We are not dietitians. We are not doctors. We're just two guys who do this uh, activity. That is not an activity of eating. We just have to eat while we do it. Also, if you're giving actual dietary advice and you're being paid for it, and you're not a dietitian, it's technically outside of scope of practice. Because there are people who are doctors for it. So, keep that in mind, online coaches. Yes. Um, so, yeah, laying down the basics of hydration isn't on game day. Mm-hmm. It takes time, all yeah. of that. Um, so, for me personally, like if I were to run through what I pack for game day, or do you want to back this up 24 hours prior to? Would that? Yeah, what's, what's your day before meal? Okay, so uh, let's assume this is a traveling game, that I'm going out of state. Because honestly, my games are probably or out of town. Yeah. 50, 50, more than half of them I go out of town for. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I only sleep at the house for maybe three games a year. Yeah. So, if I'm going out of town, um, let's assume at least a four-hour drive. I'm going to eat before I leave. I'm going to eat something small on the way. Um, mostly that is for the sake of saving time. I don't want to stop and eat a huge meal. Um, but I'll pack something super simple like a, a wrap or a sandwich. Just something easy and safe. Just deli meats, cheese, and mustard. Like it's nothing crazy. And a bag of chips. Um, and I'll go down the road. And I will drink one of my electrolyte packets mixed with water in my blender bottle while I do it. 
found with those, spoiler alert, this will get into game day two, you can also very much overdo it. And all that magnesium and potassium that's also in those tends to mess up my stomach if I have more than two in a day. Um, I think there's too much of a good thing, so definitely don't overdo it as well. Um, but I, I will eat something super simple on the road, then I'll get settled into my hotel. And if I know the area and I know there's somewhere to get food nearby that won't upset my stomach... Um, I really like the games where we all go to steakhouses the night before because I know that a steak and a baked potato is incredibly safe. That's not going to mess up my stomach. It's okay. it's well-cooked meat and a potato. Yeah. That is not well-cooked as in the way I like my steak, by the way. If you eat your steaks well done, you're a monster. Um, but it is it has been cooked sufficiently to where I can eat a steak and a potato the night before and I'm going to feel full and I'm going to go to bed and I'm not going to feel like there's a brick sitting in my stomach. Um, so that is my day before. No, and, and he actually brings up uh, unintentionally a really good point here. It was super if, intentional. Yeah. Whatever if, it is. Whatever I'm going to say. But uh, if you are um, overweight or have a classic American diet, which means you're overweight, <laughs> or you stop and get KFC on the way, uh, or you know what I mean? Like you're going and eating fast food and getting French fries before a game, you have enough salt. You don't have to push salt. You're not, you're not an elite athlete, and you're not in shape. Like, a Whopper has enough salt. Yeah, you it's got uh, a shitload of sodium. You can choose to drink a Gatorade if you want because they're oh so yummy, but uh, it will not help you perform better. That is nothing but 100 extra 40 calories. Right. So And a bunch of pissing. Right. Like, it's not... Um, if you just like drinking glycerin that's, you know, colored, awesome. It's your business. But, yeah, you don't, you don't actually need to say... Oh, I got a competition. I need to double salt my eggs. That's not... You're fine. Okay? Relax. You're not running an actual marathon. You're right. Not, yeah, it's just... Eat a vegetable. But, uh... <laughs> honestly, it's something I'm bad at. Yeah. Um, vegetables are horrible. A non-fibrous vegetable, though. Ones that you've already eaten before. Yeah. All right. Um, day of. So, day of for me, uh, my secret to success is Uncrustables and Rice Krispie Treats. I have alluded to it on other ones, but there it is, folks. That is the giveaway. I will, in my cooler, pack, I'm talking like six Uncrustables, if not more. Typically what I do when I go out of town is I'll buy a pack of 10 and whatever has survived till game day um, goes with me. Uh, then a plethora of Rice Krispie Treats, which I probably won't eat more than four of on game day. And... Uh, I'll have a monster when I wake up, and I'll have a monster if I feel I need one around Caber. Um, I try not to overdo it um, on game day as far as caffeine goes. Uh, and then it's two electrolyte packets, and that's it. Because there's really not a ton of sodium that's in Uncrustables and Rice Krispies, so I'm not eating a lot of salt game day. I like to keep that going because I don't want to cramp. Um, so I will keep that up, and, but I will stagger them because, again, if I were to have two right off the bat in the morning, I'm going to shit my pants. Um, so I'll have one with whatever I eat first thing in the morning. Typically, it follows my monster so I don't get a headache. Um, and then the other one will be around lunchtime. Um, other than that, it's just water. I, I do the Uncrustables because I don't like on game day to sit down and eat one big meal. Um, so the Uncrustables and the Rice Krispie Treats are something I have found where I can put... 300 calories in my body pretty quickly and it doesn't feel like a lump in my stomach and god there's gonna be so much horrible pug noises on this <laughs> thanks matt for getting her riled up 
Um, my dog is doing weird things to Matt's foot right now. Um, but yeah, so it, it, those small bite-sized things that are made for children's lunches, I have found are really good for, oh, we have a 25-minute break here. I'm going to go eat one, even if I'm not starving. And so I do that throughout the day so that I never end up hungry. Because I find that on game day, if I end up hungry, it's too late. Like, I'm going to overindulge, and I'm going to feel bloated afterward. Or I'm just not going to be able to catch up, and I'll feel fatigued. So if I just go, oh, I've got 20 minutes, let me go eat a Rice Krispie Treat. I've got 15 minutes, let me go eat an Uncrustable right quick. That gets me through the day. Other than that, I'm just drinking a bunch of water. And I'm trying to stay mobile. Like, there's there's really no huge secret to how I work it. Um, yeah. That's it, it. They're they're easy. They're packable. I don't have to prep anything. I just throw them all in the cooler and I go. Yeah, it's very similar for me. Um, I try... I probably eat more during game day just because I'm bigger. But I'll try to eat a Rice Krispie uh, after every event. Mm-hmm. Um, just to try to keep the blood sugar yeah. up. Replace um, your glycogen. People. I, I will also... Um, because I do have a trouble eating Hachi. things like Uncrustables during a game, just so the fat content kind of will bother me if I'm mm-hmm. active. That is something, um, they are high in fat with all the right. peanut butter and everything, so if that is something that you know reacts badly with your body, don't, don't do that. Right, like eat those at the beginning of a break if you know you're going on a lunch break. It's a great middle-of-the-day snack. Um, and again, if your stomach can tolerate it, you know, good on you. Um, I very high fat. Yeah. I, I drink a lot of... Um, apple juice during a game or, mm-hmm. or any fruit juice that I know um, one, I can keep it room temperature and two, that I'm not going to have adverse reactions to So um, I, Sounds really good, I haven't tried that Yeah, I drink a lot of my carbs game day Yeah So it just, it, you know, you don't always want to as you're pouring sweat want to choke down a you know candy bar or something So, um, but a nice cold apple juice yeah, after caber feels great So that's kind of yeah. my secret trick is, or like honey water. You know, I'll pour a tablespoon of honey into each of my water bottles and, and drink those throughout the game. So, because again, same thing, choking down a, a spoonful of honey can be overwhelming when it's hot out, but, but drinking some nice cold honey water, there. right? Nice. Um, all right, so yeah. Uh, but something Matt and I have both touched on, it's it's carbs and it's blood sugar. Um, again, I am not a dietitian. I don't pretend to be smart enough. But I know that I feel bad when I think my blood sugar drops. Like when I get that shaky, crappy feeling. Or I just start to feel fatigued very early. Like I feel tired earlier than I should have. Um, and I find that that is what fixes that for me. Matt, do you want to try and explain the science behind that in a more intelligent way? How much? How much do you... Do you no. want to take a stab at it? No? Not right. particularly. <laughs> uh, an important thing to note in a scientific way here, though, is um, fruit snacks don't work. Okay. So this is something to look this up. Double check me. I'm not saying this is a fact, but it is. Um, you want dry carbs. You don't want wet carbs. And what I mean by that is you want carbs in a solid form, not carbs in a jelly form. Okay. So fruit snacks will spike your blood sugar. You'll get too much of an insulin reaction, and they will actually lower your blood sugar more than the sugar that you're putting inside of your body. It's why kids will eat sugar, be high for five minutes, and then crash, right? Unless you know your timing on that, which you don't, don't do it. Uh, Fruit snacks, gummy snacks aren't the right way to do it, okay? 
dry carbs. Really, look this one up. You know, double check me on this. I know it's factual. I can't explain the why behind it. Yeah, I, I that is something that at least anecdotally I have found out because I fell victim to the thing that everybody and their brother who's ever been to a powerlifting gym wanted to do at one point, which was it's Sour Patch Kids with the workout. Mm-hmm. It's Sour Patch. And look, if you get a giant bag of them and you string them out throughout your workout, maybe. But that's also a workout in an air-conditioned gym with moderate effort. Um, it is not the same as being outside in 90-degree weather trying to do something. It's not 30 maximum effort attempts. Yeah. It, it, it's not sustainable in an outdoor prolonged activity. It doesn't work that way. So it don't treat it the same because it's not the same. Um the principles are the same of let's get carbs in that we can digest during the activity that we're trying to do. So if you're like Matt and you like to drink them because you don't want to try and eat something that could potentially be fatty, then like, cool, do that. If you're like me and you never eat vegetables, so you survive on protein and fat, like, cool, but eat protein and fat. Like, do your thing. Um, Here's a... Let's... How, good. How, how do you know that, though? Okay, so... When you're practicing, please God, practice. When you're practicing, test it, okay? Like, check how you feel before and after a practice and during practice eating beef jerky. And then check how you feel when you're eating Rice Krispies and drinking orange juice, okay? For most people, these are, uh, one is way better than the other. It's normally the carbs. So, but figure it out because you might be one of those people that, for whatever reason, can't handle it. Right, they can't do the carbs. They get too jittery. They, or uh, they just—they're so used to eating the meats and cheese that um, that's what your body is used to and will function on. You never want to change something game day unless you're just being dangerous, right? Yeah, I, I have found all this out for myself through trial and error. Like that is the end all be all to how I figured it out. I I love prioritizing protein in my day to day life, but it is not a game day thing. That is for building muscles. And repairing shit when I've been working in the gym. Game day is not repair day. I don't want to treat it as such. I just want to make things move. Yeah, you, people don't like to hear this, but you're not putting on muscle the day of a game. You don't need protein. You're not right? putting on muscle three days prior to the game. Right. You just, you need your baseline, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay. Fix it later. Just get through your games. Throw some PRs. The steak the morning of isn't going to make you PR. No, no, it's not. And and that's the other thing. You can time these things out differently. I I don't hate when I eat my breakfast before a game, if I still know it's going to be two hours before I throw, I may do heavier on the meat and the eggs for breakfast because I'm going to have time to digest that protein and that really solid food. But then once game time rolls around, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop back on those simple carb heavy items. Like that's that's how I'm gonna operate it because it there's protein in the system. It'll go wherever it needs to go. After that, I'm just trying to put fuel and air mix into the engine. Like yeah, that's really all I have to say about nutrition. Yeah, guys, you asked for this, and uh, spoiler alert: we're not nutritionists, so we didn't have a lot to say. Um, we can sit here and try and spice this up and make it something else. Um, but if you wanted game day nutrition, 
That's game day. That's twenty four hours prior to and game day nutrition. Here's some here's some uh, nutrition uh, outside of game day, but it's just as far as being a Highland Games. Yeah, athlete. I was gonna say let's start branching out now into. Um, you know, as king of the fat people, there's a fair possibility. I'm a strong man. that's got a real right, real good claim to that. Right. So, um, it's one of the heavier athletes in the Highland Games. My throws got exponentially better as soon as I started losing weight. Okay, my joints feel better. I can rotate better. I'm sleeping better. I can be a better athlete. You know, I can dunk a basketball again, which is terrifying. I oh, video are we going to talk about the like, lie of mass moves mass? Yes, it, it's bullshit. Fuck Lose yes. weight, okay? Like, if you are uh, over 275 and you're not squatting double body weight, the fastest way to squat double body weight is to lose some fucking weight. Okay? Yes. Um, I am, if any of you have known me for a number of years, I, I fell into that. So I got up to 275 because I thought gaining weight would make my heavy weight go further. Uh, it kind of did for a little bit. It was a very minimal game and I didn't get yanked around by it, but I was not throwing better because I was throwing better. And that minimal gain was just that it was minimal. And then it became something I could not repeat and I could not build upon because I was not strong enough or fast enough or mobile enough. And now that I'm back down into the two fifties, I'm throwing the heavyweight further than I ever have and I'm doing it consistently and it feels like I don't feel like I've reached the end of it I feel like things are still building and moving well because I'm at operating at a body weight that my body likes that moves well for me right I could squat more when I was 50 pounds heavier because my hips wouldn't allow me to sink too far and I got some you know actual elastic rebound out of my body because uh, I was fatter around my hips right I have not gotten weaker in my squat, even though I cannot squat as much 50 pounds lighter. I think, in fact, by every other, by every marker that uh, my legs have gotten stronger, that I've gotten stronger. It just doesn't, it doesn't carry over the way we think it does, right? It it also... And I love you, Chad, but stop telling everyone they need to weigh 300 pounds. (laughs) it, It also, like, again, we're not, we're not weightlifters. We need to lift weights, Right. We're throwers. What we're doing is speed-based, right? It doesn't matter how slowly you can pick up a thousand pounds if you can't very quickly pull on fifty-six. Yeah. Right? Like it, there isn't. I wish there was a direct carryover. There, There's not. It doesn't feel like there is. So, you know, There's, take, there's a reason why every prolific strongman who comes in and does his first game loses, right? If they don't have a throwing background, like it, yeah. He's going to throw a good Wob and maybe a good Braymar, and then that is it. There, nothing else is going to go well. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and then he, he's going to vomit after every caber throw. Yes. Like, it. <laughs> case in point, me. So, yeah, that is a, that's a big one for me. It's like, guys, we don't, we don't have to be so fat. You're not going to be a good thrower if you're fat. It's just, you won't. And, so. and don't get me wrong, there is a wide range of what that best body weight is going to be for you. And you should figure it out. Um, We go back to him now and then. Uh, Matt Vincent said that at some point, everyone in their life should just try and get as big and strong as they possibly can. Maybe it was him. Maybe it was Mark Bell. It was one of those guys that I used to listen to that I don't anymore. Yeah. Um, Now you're all listening to us. And by you all, I mean about 70 people. Mm -hmm. Maybe. On a good day. It's more than less. Um, Yeah. It's it's growing. It's growing. I could be making that up. You guys don't know. You don't see my analytics. Seven thousand. Um, yeah, all eight million of you. Uh, 
could be so rich. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's, so everyone should figure out at some point how big and strong you should get. And I, I don't hate that advice. And if you were in your first couple of years of throwing and you just say, fuck it, let's pour on the gas in the gym and see how that goes. Okay. Like, go, go do it. I don't fault you at all. But use it as a learning experience to then go, hey, I felt like I moved better 20 pounds ago. I owe it to myself to drop 20 pounds. Like, it, be honest with yourself. I was dishonest with myself when I was heavier and trying to use that as a way to throw further. Like, I'll admit that. I And I looked like shit, and I felt like shit, and I snored all the goddamn time. It was It was genuinely unpleasant. Like... I looked in the mirror and I was like, this sucks. This is stupid. Yeah. I, it it breaks down to one of those things where you're trying to move yourself and 56 pounds or 28, you know, as a, as a woman through space rapidly and you can't do a pull up. There's a problem. Okay. Like you can't do a, what were we doing today? What are those called? Uh, Nordic curls. You can't do a Nordic curl. Like there's a problem. There is. Cause I'm. 360 pounds or more and can do those just fine so like you need i can do them kind of you need to be at least as athletic as i am as a fat dude like and if you're not good luck yeah it, it, it we we're just repeating it a lot because we really want you guys to hear us because it's a trap that a lot of newer people fall into you what'll happen is it, it's that curve you see in every every athletic you you start to Learn a little bit, so you start to get a little technique under your belt. And then someone somewhere is going to go, well, your problem is you don't weigh 350 pounds. If you weigh 350 and threw it like you're throwing right now, that thing would go to the moon. They're not horribly incorrect, but when you get up to that weight, you are not going to throw it like you just threw it. And it's not all good weight, and it's going to go poorly. Like it's, There's a wide range of what is good for different body types. I work well at this weight. Matt is going to operate well above 300 because we we're built different. Um, <laughs> we are literally different shaped humans. There's an argument to be made there. But yeah, when, when you have lightweight guys that are throwing, you know, the, the lightweight for distance 80 feet, which yeah. uh, there are two of them. That is are, clearly right? a good body weight for that person's build. Right. And it also means that if you're thinking, I need to be 300 pounds to throw far, you don't. Okay. Like not when guys that are sub 200 are throwing farther, like try to try to be a little bit more realistic in what you're doing and just like have a little common sense with it. Right? Like if I'm, I think I'm throwing as far as I am in spite of the fact that I weigh so much. It is not because I weigh so much. It is in spite of the fact I weigh so much. Right? Jeremy is throwing as far as he is in spite of the fact that he weighs so much. He either needs to be, uh, 50 pounds stronger on his power clean or lose 25 pounds. And, like, I can tell you for a fact, losing a little weight is a lot easier. And the optimal thing would be to do both, right? Maybe add 50 pounds to your power clean and lose some weight. Um, and some guys do belong in the lightweight class, right? Like, if you're 220, unless you are showing some great... Uh, progress in gaining weight and seeing it carry over maybe take the lightweight path right if you're 220 pounds and you're already throwing the lightweight 70 feet and you're nick aston do whatever you want but don't let the weight be the end all be all here yeah it, it, play around with it figure out what what is going to work best for you but don't 
don't fall into that trap. Um, the direction I was going to say we could potentially go is what have you been doing with your nutrition outside of game day, Matt? Is there a general rule that you're trying to follow that has been working well for you? Are you still trying to drop some weight? Yeah. yeah. Um, and how many burritos did you just eat before this podcast? Oh, shitload. But uh, seven, I think. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. Let's break this down. What was your Taco Bell order just now? We're going to break down our comparable orders here. So I had two uh, beef chalupas. I had four Chipotle chicken burrito wraps. And, Those uh, the value menu ones or no? They're two sixty nine, so I, I okay. think maybe they're in like the snacks. I section. also wish two sixty nine. No, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> all right, Taco Bell orders, Matt. Oh, Taco Bell orders, go. Yeah, so I had uh, two beef chalupas, and I had four of the uh, chicken Chipotle burrito things. And then another thing, because I always order something random to uh, expand my palate, because I'm a man of culture. Uh, and I don't remember what it was, so it must not have been very good to leave uh, any impression on me. Yeah, uh, so then I get a number 10, which is the uh, grilled cheese steak burrito. Uh, I get taco with it. Typically I go soft taco, but I didn't want to give you too much to order on my behalf tonight. So I was like, just, I'll, I'll suffer through the hard taco. Uh, a Mountain Dew, and then two uh, Doritos Locos tacos to go with it. So there's your difference between what a 250-pound guy orders at Taco Bell and what a 350-pound guy orders at Taco Bell. I got myself a sweet tea, too. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what that was. What do you think of their sweet tea? It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's just not very tea-like. It, it's got plenty of sugar. Right. Or sugar-like substitute. Yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah. Uh, outside of that... Taco Bell order then, what have you been doing nutrition-wise? Because you're still dropping weight at a, a decent pace, which, yep. uh, for the folks out there, if you weigh 400 pounds, you're going to drop it at a quicker pace than if you weigh 200 pounds. So yeah. don't let this skew your yeah, vision. So, so most people drop weight by percentage, no matter what that percentage is, which is why it is hard, like, um, you know, if you're one of the many lightweight women we know that follow this for some reason, um, like, I had a conversation, yeah, all three of you. I had a conversation with a girl the other day about, you know, the difficulty of cutting five pounds for her versus difficulty of cutting five pounds for me, but I'm two and a half times her body weight, so yeah, like trying to make one... It's going to be two and a half times easier right. for you. It's yeah. literally that. Like her losing five is me losing, you know, 12. So yeah. it's it's just, um, it's pretty easy. It's pretty mundane. So me losing five is something I can do. Um, you know, every other week or so, two pounds a week, pretty normal. Um, that's been what I've been on track for, for, uh, a couple months now. So, um, I'm not rushing it. It doesn't, it, I don't want it to come at the expense of the way the weights are moving now and the way they're feeling now. And if you do things gradually, like it takes longer, but it's also a lot easier to, to do. So my schedule of eating currently, um, I don't eat breakfast pretty much ever um mostly because my stomach is still upset when i wake up and so that's just an easy meal to miss so uh, i inadvertently fast every day uh at least until uh one o'clock or so um and then once a week i just don't eat uh there's an entire day i don't eat um and that is both for trying to clear out my uh gut biome and um to reset insulin sensitivity which is something if you're really, really heavy and you are having trouble to lose weight, even though you, you know, claim 
to be eating less calories than uh, your body is using. Um, you could have thyroid issues. You could have insulin dependency issues. Um, figure it out because, you know, doc, talk to a doctor. Don't just start doing weird shit. But um, Do I've... you talk to a doctor to figure out? <laughs> no, of course yeah. not. But, but you guys should. Yeah, but you should. Um, but, like, if you're over 400 pounds, then you have an insulin problem and you need to reset your insulin sensitivity. So um, just point blank you also have sleep apnea so like go get a cpap bro if you're over 300 pounds you probably still have sleep apnea uh the i'm over 200 pounds and i have sleep the medical journal um for sleep apnea was like if you're over 240 pounds you have it period it doesn't matter what a test says you have sleep apnea if you guys knew how often i edit myself going out of this there was a guy at training today who i've mentioned this before he weighs over 300 pounds he literally snores sitting there awake. I pointed this out to him one day because I was caught so off guard. We're literally... I'm going to tell this story because this is my podcast there and I go. can do this. <laughs> We're standing there uh, at the facility where I work. And I we are outside and the sun is shining and everyone is vertical. And I just hear... Every breath. And I said, holy shit, are you snoring while you're awake? And he said, what? And I'm like, what do you mean, what? How do you... And someone's like, you can't say that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I might be saving this man's life. You are snoring while awake. And then he did it again today, and one of our supervisors was sitting behind him and thought he had fallen asleep. (laughs) That man's eyes were open. He was listening to every word he said. But for the love of God, yes, you for sure have it. I know I do it. Everyone I've ever slept next to has pointed out and I stop breathing at some point in the night, and it terrifies them. I don't know what's happening, but they say it's happening. Like, do something about it. I have tried losing weight, not eating foods that I know are inflammatory near bed, and that helps me somewhat. Like, I can still feel rested, but do yeah. something. But yeah, so that, that's my my big one, and I don't uh, I don't really have an issue gaining or losing weight though. Um, I have a a good relationship with food. I very intentionally gained the weight I gained for the sports I was doing. It made me miserable in the moment to gain the weight, but I thought it was necessary. Um, so I was always a bigger kid, but bigger is in like 275, not 375. So um, this this weight loss hasn't really been anything that's... Um, it's not hard for me. It's not crazy. I'm, I'm blessed in that aspect, I guess. I don't like sweets. I don't... Um, I don't have a binging problem or at least Mm. a very large binging problem like um and when i do eat a lot it's it's with friends and i don't have enough of them to (laughs) to cause a problem to cause a problem yeah not locally right exactly you know so it's uh yeah that's been my weight loss thing here and it's it's made a tremendous difference on my throwing i've also been practicing more and lifting weights like a thrower again so I can't attribute... I really got to start doing that. Yeah. I can't attribute everything to uh, to the weight loss, but my knees do hurt less, and I have less fluid in my ankles, and I can take an extra couple throws every practice, and that's... Like, if... And I practice every day, or just about, right? I, I don't throw on Sundays, except the, except the ones I do. So, um, you know, five to ten extra throws... Every week is you know, 70, 60, 70 extra throws. And that's more than a lot of you guys are getting per practice. So, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Lose some weight. Like, get healthy. Get healthy. Even if it's not weight driven, just get healthy. Right. Being healthy is going to help you abundantly. You can't have good technique if if you're too heavy. My technique is still limited by the level of my strength, my body weight, and everyone that's listening to this podcast is weaker than me. But uh, <laughs> if you're not, prove it. I need um, Bobby to listen to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't. Give but uh. But yeah, so it's just get stronger, lose weight, be an athlete, treat yourself like an athlete. Yeah. Um, so what do, do you prioritize a macro setup? Do you eat by feel? Do you eat by calorie? Um, and what is a typical, like, an, okay, not typical, but an overarching breakdown look like? Because I know what macros drive my right. diet more so than others or what food groups and things like that. So um, uh, what does that look like for you? So I'm basically uh, a bad carnivore diet person. Um, I don't want to say paleo because I'm not a douchebag, but um, for me, it's it's meat. You heard it here, Matt's the liver king, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's it's meat and fruit, and um, and I time my fruit around when I train. So I try to eat fruits right before I train. I eat a pear or something or two or seven, um, but. I keep track of my protein and my fat, and my carbs are mostly by feel. Um, but I don't. I I have more of an exclusionary diet than I have an inclusionary diet, and what I mean by that is like, I just I won't eat chips. You know, like I know, I have no filter on something like that. I don't have a binging problem because I'm, I, because I binge. I have a binging problem on something like that, because. Um, I stop paying attention and I just mindlessly eat. So anything that I'm going to be mindlessly eating, um, I don't buy. So I just, we don't keep chips in the house. We don't keep cookies in the house. We don't keep any shit like that in the house. Cause, um, I'll eat a family size bag of chips in, in a sitting. I'll, like, I'll eat a full thing of Oreos right. in, a, in a heartbeat. They're, yeah. It's, it's not, I can't just have three. No. And so, yeah, I can't have one and I can't have three. So, um, I'll I don't have 30 have, or so, none. Right. So I don't have any. And, it's really easy because, you know, after a month or two of not eating Oreos, you don't really think about Oreos anymore because, you know, it's a chemical addiction to the sugar. But uh, it's not. But yeah, anyway, so it's mostly fruit and meat. Um, I do eat um, like whole grain pancakes and stuff like that, or honestly, just normal pancakes uh, fairly often. Not every day, but four days a week I'll eat pancakes, you know. I might make a sandwich. I'm not... Um, I don't punish myself for eating things that taste good. I also don't seek out things that are especially, I don't know, steak's fucking delicious, you know? So, like, it's not like I need to eat a sandwich, you know? I need a, a, a bowl of Chinese food or something. Like, um, and most seasonings don't have any calories, guys. So, like, if you make a pot of rice and you have paprika and garlic powder and onion powder and, you know, you mix your ground beef into it and you mix your vegetables into it, like, you have a big old bowl of deliciousness. Um, just make it more meat than grain. For me, again, I'm not telling anyone else how to diet. This this wouldn't work for anyone that doesn't have my stomach and my problems. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's mostly meat fat driven. I'm mindful of the fat number because that's the, the densest calorie source other than alcohol, which is 11 calories per gram. So, it's, alcohol does have calories, guys. Keep in mind. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> if, if it's enough of uh, an issue for you to worry about the calories, maybe think about how much you, you're drinking. You might have a but, drinking problem. Yeah. Um, there inside of you, there are two wolves. One wolf that drinks on the weekends. One wolf that drinks on the weekdays. You're an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> um, if you laughed at that, seek help. Yes, please. <laughs> if you laugh at anything on this podcast, seek help. Seek help of some kind. Start yeah. with a general therapist and narrow it down. We can help with technique, but we can't help with God, <laughs> anything no. else. If you guys ever message us about your mental problems, one, I'm going to be very uncomfortable. Uh, I will try to help you in a supportive fashion, and that is going to be me saying, man, it sounds like you have a lot going on. You should go talk to someone. Yeah. Like, and I support you in that. Um, we're just going to respond to Ditto and send yeah, a meme or something. Yeah. Oh, it's for sure going to have a raccoon holding an, a balloon right. after it or something. Feel better. <laughs> Hang in there. Um, <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so I'm an asshole... One of these days, I'm actually going to get my life together and train and eat the way that I should as an athlete who's taking this sport seriously. Yeah. Um, because I do not arguably lift like a thrower. No. Um, I also don't eat like an athlete. So, I eat completely driven on intuition. Like a service member. Uh, yeah. You eat like a cop. <laughs> I, yes. Look, I, I have a job that for the last decade of my life has put me in a car for 11 hours a day. It is hard to function that way, mm -hmm. and I've developed habits that are hard to break. So what I've done is I eat intuitively and based on what I feel like my body needs, which is typically meat and fats and some carbs. And I have learned what carbs make my body go yay and which ones make my body go boo. Because while I don't think I'm completely like gluten intolerant, I do know that there's a day where I have a ton of bread or a ton of pasta my sinuses get swollen, or I snore a lot, or I just don't feel as good. So, I avoid those from time to time. Like, when I've tried to... So, I, I've dropped 20 pounds, 25 pounds over the last year. I did it really slowly. And I just did it by going, I'm not going to eat till I'm as painfully full as I usually do. And that was, that was it. I, I didn't really have a fancy way. I make sure that every meal has meat in it. Like, I'm going to eat meat at every meal... The idea of a meal that doesn't have meat baffles me and will legitimately upset my stomach. I have a very durable stomach as long as I'm putting a dead animal in it. Like, as long as something had a mother and no longer does because of my food, I'm on the right track. Um, but it really is. I'll just, if I decide to lose weight, I just make the conscious talk with myself and I go, hey, we're going to be a little hungry from time to time. Cool. Uh, yeah. Actually, next to you. Um, so I'll go, hey, we're going to be hungry a little bit, and we're going to have to live like that. And I go, okay, other people have had it a lot harder than being kind of hungry for three hours out of their day. And that's just how I live my life. And I've tried lately to add in more salads and roughage because I'm horrible about eating vegetables. Or really, I do it mainly for the fiber. Um, that is the main reason. I don't eat any fiber. But I have Crohn's disease and other stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Matt eats too much fiber, everything runs out of his body. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, I, I have found that to be a weak point in my diet uh, over the past few years. So I have tried to prioritize things that are fibrous, but not wheat. So again, wheat kind of uh, fucks with me a little bit. So what I will try and do is, um, 
Like bell peppers are a great source of fiber. Dark leafy greens are a great source of fiber. Stuff like that. So I'll, I'll try and eat that. Because um, I'll saute onions and peppers and put that in anything. Everything. It, 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 there's no meal it doesn't make better. There's no meal where that costs me a bunch of calories. Um, so I'm never going to have a bad time if that's what I eat. We're, we're going to be fine. So it it's going to work out okay if I work things that way. Um, one day I will actually train only explosive lifts... And I will actually track my diet, but I've done the tracking macros thing before, and it made me want to kill myself. It was the fucking worst. I, I, I don't operate well that way. I operate better in an exclusionary sense. I've done versions of paleo or keto and things like that. When I tell myself, we're only going to eat things out of these food groups, go find them, I, I tend to work a lot better. Um, I just need to be smarter about what those groups are and how I apply that. Um, but that's my nutrition in a nutshell. When I'm hungry, I eat. Mm. If I'm trying to lose weight, I don't eat until I'm really full. Right. Like that's really it. Um, and I make, I know what foods my body likes and I know what foods yeah. my body doesn't like. So I try to avoid the ones that it doesn't like and eat more of the ones it does like. I haven't and, turned it into rocket science and I'm not in horrible shape for it. Like I am not as far of an outlier as Matt is, but I'd like to think I'm not a total slob. Right. So it's working out okay. And if you're not trying to be an uber amazing person, one, weird, but two, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, just use common sense. It doesn't have to be complicated. This is, again, one of those things where, like, you have to keep... um, Is it becoming the theme of our thing is stop trying to polish turds and just be decent? Yeah, just be decent. Be decent at everything and you're going to be fine. Yeah, be be decent and be baseline decent general human. Um, and that, that gets you a lot farther than most people because they're not. Um, but follow that up when we're talking about diet or anything, please keep in mind that we are stop, we are trying to be more than average here, okay? We are trying to be above the bell curve. We are trying to... Did I use that right? I think so. Yeah. But like we're, we're trying to be on the far end of the bell curve. Right, exactly. Above yeah. It. I thought I said That's not how right. bell curve Yeah, I, I was like, that's wrong. But, um, you know, with... With Jeremy having two years to go pro before he's excommunicated. Um, and like, Which I think is doable. Yeah. So Patty's waiting an entire year, and I'm accepting this year. So yeah. he's going to do Radford next year as his first. Okay. So I think yours is Radford 2 from now. So you have two If we get me on trend, years. it could be Radford well, next you, year. I mean, you only need 7,000 points. Honestly, it would hype... Hypothetically, like let's say I do what we're talking about on this podcast Mm -hmm. and take my training and my diet really seriously, there's a chance it could happen by next Radford. But you only need 400 points a year, and um, there's no reason your hammers aren't better than mine, and there's no reason your weights aren't. There's no reason my sheaf isn't a 30. Exactly. So, and that's a big deal. I mean, that's 100 points right there. So, um, like we'll we'll plan out what your 7,000 looks like here soon, but uh. But yeah, like we are trying to do more than baseline, and at the end of the day, there's a great quote, and it's uh, if you don't sacrifice for the things you want, then the thing you want becomes the sacrifice, right? Like it is hard. There are things you have to concede, but if you're not willing to do the shit that gets you there, my right calf is hurt for a whole month because I keep pushing off of it so yeah. often. It's my my hamstrings hurt constantly. Oh, my I, traps. Jesus right. Christ. Oh, bad. Behind my left shoulder blade, I work it constantly because I'm trying to make it not hurt so bad. But it hurts because all of this 
like none of it feels good, but what feels good is winning, is throwing farther, is knowing that you have the, you know, testicular fortitude to actually get your shit together and, and work. And that those can be theoretical testicles too, ladies. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. get your shit together. Or real, go buy some. Yeah, shit. you know, it's 2023, do whatever you want. But, um, I rubber one, I don't know. Put them under your kilt. Right. If you want to compete in a strap on. Yeah, get, get a patch on your kilt. Or a patch. Yeah. We went two very different directions. Yeah, there. we did. But, uh. That's telling. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Anyway. Yeah. Like, so. But bear that in mind that we are trying to be more than we are. So. Yeah. If. It, yeah. Uh. Circling back right quick. What would you say if you had to guess is the number of calories you intake on a day, Matt? Because I feel like that's a follow-up question we would mm-hmm. get to this. Um, so, low fours. Uh, low four thousands right now. Um, which, guys, is not that much. There, there are you days, don't need to eat 7,000 calories every fucking day. There are days around... I know the day before my heavy squat day, it's closer to five or six. Um, but as that style of training tapers off, as I get into... The part of the season that actually matters here, um, it's less and less, right? It's it's what I need to. It's as much as I need to fuel me without getting bloated for practice is is yeah. what that number is. But you don't need to be. You don't need to be overdoing. And actually, here, here's an important thing to think about: when you're doing your protein number, which is what most people base their diet on, and it should be, um, when you're finding that number and you're doing the math to find it based off of body weight, that should be not your current body weight that should be your desired lean body weight right so like my math for protein is off of 320 because that is the number i'd like to see myself get down to you don't need to be eating the protein you're eating at your current body weight and if you are good luck losing weight because you're going to overshoot you know that you're never going to be in a deficit right and if you are you're going to be miserable because you're not going to ever eat any carbs so um yeah, tangent. Yeah, no, good good tangent, though. Um, I'd say mine is probably scaled and proportionate because I'm probably eating somewhere a little north of three every day. Right. On average. Um, which which may be more than I'm eating in, in protein, but, you know, proteins, if you're going to binge on any of them, that's the right one because your body, uh, first off, it's not four uh, calories per gram. It's closer to 3.8, and if your body's using it for uh, chemical energy then it's even less because it's not very efficient, right? So, but anyway, it's around 3.8. But if your body's using it for repairing musculature, then you're not actually getting the chemical energy from it because you're using it as a building block. We're not nearly the same amount. So like that is something that, um, it is not both fuel and key components for muscle growth. It's one or the other. If you're drinking a bunch of protein powder right before you go work out for some reason, congrats, you're now going to use that for energy and not actually repairing uh, whatever you've right. done in the gym. And the anabolic window is something is, that we don't completely understand, and I wouldn't stress over it. it. Big averages is what you want to look for. What are you doing in a week? And then divide that up by seven. Right. Because if you can win every week, that's going to add up really fast. Yeah. Whereas, I mean... It, you, you absolutely cannot win every day. You no. can't. No. If you win every week, and your one to two bad days don't deter your progress, if they're not... If you were going out and having 27 beers on your bad day and a full large pizza, you have dug yourself into a, a heck of a hole to try and dig out of. But you can still have a good month. But yeah, you can go out on Friday and have dinner with your friends that night. 
And that one big meal isn't going to deter your week's worth of progress. Like, it's, it is an averaged numbers game. Don't stress. Don't chase perfection. Just chase a little bit of progress with it. And you're going to be fine. Yeah, don't lose the uh, forest of the trees here. Yeah, it, it, that theme literally works for everything if you guys haven't caught on. That yeah. works for training in the weight room. That works for training and throwing. That works for your diet. That works for your sleep. It works for literally everything. Our philosophy on one thing is our philosophy on this, everything here. Just do a little better than you are now, and it'll work out. I'm going to get a tattoo that just says 2%. Fun. Right. And it's not because I love milk, even though I do. It's because yeah. I just want to be 2% better. That's it. Oh, it's, also don't be a vegan. It can't work. It doesn't work. Oh it my can't God. work. Like, yeah. don't, don't, be, don't be that guy. Like, now it hmm. no 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 elaboration no caveats I, I'm, leave it at that? no I'm slamming I'm putting my foot down on this one it doesn't work don't be a vegan and expect that to work for you athletically look I, don't be to, a vegan right. you're killing more animals than uh, than people that eat meat yes so don't uh, here's the thing I don't fundamentally disagree with you Matt but in my advanced age as a man of almost 32 recording this you know what I've realized if it makes you feel like a good person for doing it it just make me feel better they should. All right, yeah. Uh, pugs have sleep apnea. No. Uh, all right, look. Yes, being a vegan does not uh, objectively make sense um, from a lot of... <laughs> we're going to have a whole episode just trashing. Ooh. All right, here's how we're going to end this. I want all of you to go to the Instagram for Going Rogue. One, follow it if you don't. I don't know how you found this podcast if you don't follow it, but please do. Secondly, I will try to... There is a way to add polls or questions to this that I just found. I will try and do that before I end this podcast. We will add a poll or question or something that should at least show up on Spotify, if not everywhere. Or go to our Instagram and DM us. What are some things... Random little topics like that. Like uh, vegans. Like, I don't know, hammer blades. Like... Whatever. What is just something that you want to hear two fat guys bitch about? Um, <laughs> what could be underladen with heavy breathing that you would find interesting? I, I want to do a whole episode where we just read off random crap that you guys want us to talk about. And we just do them. Little things. Make them, make them little. Make them hot topics. Make them hot takes. Um, we, we will offend whoever. We don't actually care that much. Um, yeah, let's... Don't make it all tech. We've done the technical stuff. Y'all have asked for breakdowns on drills and on events and on nutrition. Let's let's just do a silly one. Yeah, yeah. We've been so serious. We've been so now. serious and professional this whole time. But I I think that would be fun. It doesn't. Don't even make it Highland Games related. Make it whatever you want. Yeah. Any any of the training things or not. Yeah. I I say let's let's have a free for all. We may yeah. even save it for the very end of the year. And our New Year's special is to go out. Yeah, um, cereal soup. Yeah, <laughs> they ask a question. You fucking idiot! What this the is fuck is wrong with you? you. <laughs> we just woke up one of my dogs. Um, okay. okay, blah blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be. What the fuck do you mean? You don't understand? They just told you. A shave? What's a shave? <laughs> they just said it in the film. What the fuck are you talking about? It's clearly the bag. It's a shave. <laughs> All right. Um. But I think that's it, guys. So, <laughs> Matt, funny noise? No.